for this week's Letter to Hong Kong, which comes from legislator Dennis Kwok, representing the legal functional constituency and also a member of the Civic Party. The following program, of course, is a personal view program. Dear future chief executive-elect, This time, five months from now, you will be taking up the responsibility of governing and leading Hong Kong for the next five years. Although I do not yet know who you are, and certainly hope you are not the incumbent chief executive, I have decided to write to you anyway, and I have unapologetically more than a few words to say. Hong Kong changed drastically as we entered the era governed by the current administration, and it has been tumultuous. There was the white paper, there was the umbrella movement, and there was the LiPo incident, the recent interpretation of the basic law by the NPCSC. We see the rise of localism calling for independence of Hong Kong, and the voices of social distress and discontent are ever larger. These events all happened for a reason. Of course, changes in the social and economic environment may have a role in this. Yet I cannot help but attribute most of this to the glaring incompetence of your predecessor. Supposedly the bridge of communication between Hong Kong and mainland China, the task of ensuring that principle of one country, two systems, continues to flourish rests on your shoulders. As the head of the Hong Kong government, You are the face representing all of the Hong Kong citizens, and I believe it goes without saying that the interests of our city ought to be your priority. Maintaining an amicable relationship with the leadership of mainland China will understandably be the key goal for you as chief executive, but that does not necessarily have to come at the expense of Hong Kong, particularly at the high degree of autonomy promised to our city in 1997. The prosperity and future of Hong Kong is premised upon the continuous operation of the one country, two systems principle. And it is your duty to honestly reflect to mainland China the opinions of Hong Kongers, while at the same time assist the Chinese leadership to understand that certain things are within the parameters of Hong Kong's internal rule, and that Hong Kong has the capability to govern her affairs. At the core of our liberty also lies the precious freedom of expression, and you must ensure that this is not taken away from Hong Kong by the enactment of Article 23 of the Basic Law. The current interpretation by the MPCSC has prompted your predecessor to speak of reviving the much-opposed Article 23 in order to thaw the budding support for independence in the city. Legislating for Article 23, which prohibits secession, sedition against China, could however mean a radical clampdown on the freedom of expression with alarming results. At its worst, the enactment of national security law could turn mere expressions of opinion, which does not sit comfortably with mainland China's perspective, into attempts to overthrow the government. As the representative of the legal profession, I also ask you to understand and remember the importance of judicial independence in Hong Kong. The value and importance of separation of powers in good governance is trite. And it is only when our judicial system is respected can our rights and freedoms be protected. And ultimately, it is a prerequisite for a better Hong Kong for our next generation. In the powerful position of Chief Executive of Hong Kong, nothing is more detrimental to the rule of law than going beyond the power delegated to the Executive Office, undermining the independence of our judiciary. 
Without the rule of law, Hong Kong will cease to be international city she has laboriously established herself to be in the past five decades. Lastly, and possibly the largest concern to those living in Hong Kong, it is of utmost importance that Hong Kong remains as it is post-2047. We all know that Article 5 of the Basic Law states that the capitalist system and the way of life in Hong Kong shall remain unchanged for 50 years. But we also know that what happens post-2047 have never been publicly stated by Beijing. There is much apprehension as to what will happen to Hong Kong post-2047. Seeing the gradual curtailment of our democratic freedoms in recent years, it is worrisome that our rights will be further eroded, or worse, that mainland China's socialist system be forcibly imposed on our city. While your term as chief executive ends well before the arrival of the 50-year mark, so did Governor McLehoe's term that ended well before 1997, demonstrating to the Chinese leadership that a free, democratic Hong Kong is beneficial to both Hong Kong and China, will be conducive to more stable relationships and will undoubtedly pave the way for the continuation of a capitalist Hong Kong. Being elected as the chief executive for the next five years in this crucial time of uncertainty comes with a bigger burden and responsibility than ever. It means that you will face the daunting task of reconciling the views and opinions of many different groups in our society. It also means that to govern successfully and to bring Hong Kong forward, you must listen to the people and you must uphold the values that we Hong Kongers so preciously guard and cherish. We have high hopes for you and know that we will hold you to a high standard. Do not fail us. Do not fail the Hong Kong people. Dennis Kwan.